Thanks for asking. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the BC Podcast. Uh, it's Zay, as always. I'm here with Britt, um, my faithful co-host of sorts. Faithful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Try not to take no days off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, uh, yeah, so it is Monday night. We're recording. So y'all going to be getting shit. Fresh off the stove. Fresh out the pot. <laughs> Fresh out the pot. Uh, yeah, I hope all is well with y'all. Um, I hope y'all had a great weekend. It was nice weather. If you're in the tri-state area this weekend, it was a little hot, but uh, a little hot. It was a little hot. It was very hot. It's that weird weather where like you you got to dress for every season. Look, you ready? I'm ready to bust out a cardigan. Like. What are we doing? You gotta have like it's ninety degrees. Right, you gotta have breakaway pants. <laughs> Ew, you gotta have you gotta have those <laughs> shorts, those zipper shorts that you can Yo. take the you can take the the, the pants that yes. turn into shit. Why were those so cool though when we were kids? They're not. Like, could you imagine wearing that shit right now? Uh, no. Like, I remember being all about them breakaways for a minute. Like, I had a navy blue pair, and they were so wet because it was navy blue, but those are the only ones I had, yeah. so I still rocked them. Like, yeah. I wanted the black ones so bad. I think they were, like, What did they call out. them shit? They were, like... I don't... Snapaways? I don't know, nigga. I was at Walmart. Don't ask me. Right. Straight up. <laughs> I, had to, I had to knock off. Straight off. Straight out of Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> Wow. Snap that bitch, or like you—I don't know. Maybe that was a girl thing where they just unsnap it up halfway. Yeah, do they? <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember doing that dumb shit. That's what you was on. I was doing a lot of stupid shit when I was a kid. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, no. So Shay starting to right. Shay starting to do stupid shit now. Like, um, he texted me last week and he's like, "Mom, I think I need glasses." That boy vision is like 2015. Like his shit is perfect, perfect. Is it your vision like mad popping too? Yeah, mine is perfect too. Like mine is like that too. I think I don't know if it's still 20, like 15, nah. but it's still good. But I'm like, okay, shy. Like, oh, now we we're at this point. Like, so then I mentioned something to his dad, and he was like, yeah, he asked me for braces. I said, oh, okay, we're we're at this stage where you just want you. Just you. Wants like, I always wanted a cast too. I used to want glasses. I wanted braces, and I wanted a cast. Um, why do you want to cast like that's not something you want well i got you i got one better for you i remember i went through a phase where i wanted a scar on my face (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like what you want to look like you in combat i just want to be i don't know i just want to be battle tested or something like i wanted like the the (laughs) cut the cut on the brow that came like a little bit on the cheek below like i don't know like you've been through some shit yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i was in like Bruce Lee and shit. I was fighting everything. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Did you know that's a thing, though? Like, back, what? I think Germany, like, that was, like, a sign of, like, bravado. So they used to, like, purposely scar each other's face in, like, fencing matches. And, like, women oh, and women Lord. were into that. So, like, you can go. I forgot what they called it. It's, like, a certain type of scar. But, like, it's it was, like, respected. Mm-hmm. That's why I like all the bad movies. Like the the evil Russians always had that scar on their face. That is so funny. Isn't it true? Wow. 
Every diehard, every diehard movie is... with Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Look, Doctor Evil. True. <laughs> I didn't know it came from fencing, but all right. Right. <laughs> Just fighting with oh swords. Gosh. How reckless is that? They're fighting with swords. I used to get mad fighting with sticks and my knuckle get hit. <laughs> <laughs> Pop the shit out of the knuckle, man as hell. Right. Uh how was your weekend? How was your weekend? Um, it was it was cool. It was cool. How about you? Uh it was good. I went to uh the Daniel Caesar concert in uh Philly on oh. Saturday, which was mm-hmm. an experience. Um, mm-hmm. there's really something about live music and then like just being in the presence of everybody who like just had the same idea to buy tickets for this event. Like, mm-hmm. like you just connect with everybody there. So like, I don't know. There's a couple of times I got fucking emotional. Like this nigga's about to make me cry. Like, <laughs> like, but <laughs> them tones, right? But it was awesome. Like, it was a good performance. Um, people are funny as hell. Uh, Why? there was this dude screaming the entire time. What do you mean? What was he saying? Like he was just edging them on. Like he's like, "You're you're a great writer. Like, you're 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 an amazing writer." And then it got like mad quiet one time. He was like, "Uh huh, you're a beautiful man." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I would have died. I fell the fuck out. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. But yeah, Daniel Caesar definitely put on. It was at the Fillmore. Um, I think that was my first time being there, and uh. He also brought out uh coffee coffee uh you showed me yeah yeah. she's a jamaican artist philly's really at least to my knowledge really isn't up on like reggae as much as like where i'm from in new jersey and like new york that's like a very particular Mm -hmm. thing so Mm -hmm. the crowd ain't even know how to react i'm in this shit jamming like (laughs) Uh but like they didn't know what was going on but she only she did a short set and it was dope all around dope, good experience. I I typically always forget how much I enjoy concerts until mm-hmm. I'm at one and I'm vibing out. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was it was amazing. <sighs> I know Tyler's coming this Wednesday, I and I want to go so bad. I but to go. that is the day my baby comes back home. My son is not here. <gasps> Brett, ah! I think Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brett is having separation anxiety. Her son's been He's... gone for a total of six hours. No. <laughs> he got on the bus at 7 a.m. It's been 12 hours, right. 12 and a half hours and two minutes. So tell the um, people where he's going. Where, 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 where he's, at a, he's at a field trip with this school. It's an overnight camp trip. And my school did one, but we did one night. His school's doing two. And Ooh. I'm like, oh, my God. They can't bring their phones. And I know this is so, like, <laughs> modern age. Like, we didn't have phones and stuff, but I just want to say hi. I just want to see what he's doing. I just want to see if he's happy. I know, oh my gosh, but he's 10 years old, so, like, he, I'm sure he's fine, but, you know. <sighs> he's And he's, like, 20 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, literally, you can, like, drive. The location is, like, 25, 30 minutes away. It's not even that far, so but I'm still just like, is oh this God. like the longest like you've been away from him? I mean, yeah, where I can't contact him. Yeah, true. And he's not with a family. Aww. You know? So. Nah, I get it. I don't know what that's like. Again, this is one of those areas that I can't really comment on, but I, it's got to be nerve-wracking. I mean, I'm okay, because it's like, 
I saw the program and the camp and everything and talked with the teachers. Like, so I'm sure he's fine, but you know, mm. I, I just want to know. Did you have fun when you went to, went to overnight camp? We went for like five days. You know, my mom was not That's getting care crazy. at all. So I know my like, mom did match it. And I'm like, did you even love me? Um, when I like fly by myself, I'm like, what the hell? Why would you have me on a plane by myself when I'm seven? My mom anyway. put my brother on like a, yeah, put my brother on like a train to like Boston. He was like four. <laughs> Oh my god! Why? <laughs> I don't know. Where the fuck is he know. going? Oh, he was going to see um, my family. I have family shit. up in Massachusetts. <sighs> it's different times back in the day. I guess. Um, what what did you ask me? <laughs> I'd ask him if, like... if this was the longest. Oh no! Did you oh. enjoy? It? Did you enjoy? Uh... Yeah, did I enjoy it? Yeah. I I had a ball. That's why I didn't want him to miss it because of me. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't let him know that I was worried. I, I did give a few extra hugs, and he's like, oh, my God. So he gave me one little extra one Aww. just to suffice me. But I didn't want him worrying about me because I know he would start worrying about my mom. You know, she's probably all sad and stuff. So I, I acted pretend excited. I am excited, but I'll be more excited when he's back home telling me about it. Yeah, nah, he's going to have a blast. I had mad fun on overnight uh-huh. camp. We saw a bog. Yeah. A bog is like this, like... Water. You saw that fucking nigga. The fuck is a bog? <laughs> what is a bog? I ain't know what the a bog, bog is. But it was like it's like kind of like just like nothing but algae and like nasty water. Ooh, and that sounds like a bog. But like it like gives like is there frogs in? It's like super, frog in a bog. <laughs> shut up. It's like super <laughs> like vital for like organisms to live and like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure. It sounds well, very juicy. If you fall in that shit. <laughs> You can't get the smell out your clothes. And when they were explaining oh, that, it smell like? like shit. Really? Yeah, like you don't smell it when like you're walking and stuff like that. But if you crack crack some of that algae open, yeah, it smells nasty as oh. hell. But when they were explaining that, immediately some that somebody fell open. in that shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so I didn't see him for like two days. They put that nigga, oh. <laughs> put that nigga in isolation. Stupid. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, um, enough of that. Moving on, what we got on the docket? What we podding about? Podding. Uh, you been paying attention to uh, politics at all? Uh, I think Trevor Noah is keeping me up to date <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> nah, I, mean, I know. I'm the same. But it seems as if every time I'm not paying attention and I feel guilty about not paying attention, the first thing I see makes me not want to pay attention. Exactly, right? That makes sense, right? So I'm going to play a clip. Oh, hell. And let this rock out. And we might be a little late to it. Uh, Maybe not. I hope you all have heard it. If you haven't, it'll be the first time. But this... If you have, just laugh again. Yeah, just laugh again. But you got to listen to this guy, Biden. (laughs) Anytime now, buddy. schools and race. In a conversation about how to deal with segregation in schools back in 1975, you told a reporter, I don't feel responsible for the sins of my father and grandfather. I feel responsible for what the situation is today, for the sins of my own generation, and I'll be damned if I feel responsible to pay for what happened 300 years ago. You said that some 40 years ago, but as you stand here tonight, 
What responsibility do you think that Americans need to take to repair the legacy of slavery in our country? Three, four, and five-year-olds go to school. School, not daycare. School. (laughs) We bring social workers into homes and parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They They don't know quite what to do. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. (laughs) Make sure the kids hear words. A kid coming from a very poor school. Make sure the kids hear words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he started off with mad energy, son. He's mad as shit. He just went in running and then like. Came out the gate. He's smiling. Like, I think he's going senile. We were talking about this before. Like, it, I think he's losing it a little bit. Like, they're asking him questions. He's just cheesing and shit. Was little... I mean, you went from television to record player. Yeah, I don't know what era he thinks it is. He thinks it was 40 years ago. <laughs> he said, get the jukebox. Get the jukebox. Go ahead and get the, the record player. <laughs> but for him to say that they don't know how to raise children. Yeah. Or how to raise their own children. Show them what to do. What? If these kids are out here doing the twist. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I ain't listening to Elvis oh and twisting God. their hips Social around. Social workers need to go. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, some people honestly don't know how to raise their kids, but they that's. Don't. I mean, I that's across the board. The point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's like the main thing that probably keeps you away from politics? One thing, I don't well, <laughs> what do you mean? The main the culmination thing? of the main things. thing is that it's people, you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like they make the decision, so it's frustrating. That's what keeps me away. Just the involvement of money just ruins it because then people do things that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I don't know, I have no idea. Like, if this is what the Democratic Party has to offer, yo, like, I mean, you know, that's not all that they have to offer is that motherfucker. I mean, but it's. I think what I think is hilarious that they thought throwing him in there is like, ha ha, that motherfucker all the way malfunctioned. He didn't start fucking up until he saw his ass. He was running, and it was like a glitch started happening. That's all. Like, is this motherfucker human? This nigga started malfunctioning. That that reptile reptilian coming out. Of that reptilian coming out. Mixing up data. Yeah. Right. 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 Shit. Don't know what happened forty okay. years ago. Yeah, what if he didn't get that. Died? He didn't get that question ahead of time. That was the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this. <laughs> got something. I'm just keeping him alive a little longer. Shit. Right. So I came across a report. It was a former ESPN correspondent. Her name is Jamel Hill, and uh, she wrote an article saying it's time for black athletes to leave white colleges. And of course, they started talking about this on Fox News. Yeah. It probably isn't the platform to speak on it, but um, I thought it was interesting because, uh, you know, we're 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 off the the heels of that that summit. What was it called? The Revolt Summit. And one of the big takeaways from the Revolt Summit is kind of self sufficiency and like uh, you know, investing into the community and. Her main point was kind of, you know, they make so much money off of these athletes. I bet you a lot of the student athletes, by percentage wise, are black student athletes. And, you know, you go to Duke, they make so much money from you. And then you go off to the NBA or you go off in your career or whatever. And it never gets 
back into the community. So if students, black athletes that are getting full rides opt to go to these historically black colleges, that's one way of keeping money inside of the community. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah. Of course, it's a wonderful idea. Um, it's hard to <laughs> say how feasible that really is. I guess it mean. I guess it'd be mm-hmm. people would be happy if it was like the majority were there. Is it? I don't know anything about college sports, so I'm like, is there not a lot of college players that play for these HBCUs? I I think there is, but the but you know the <clears throat> the main colleges the ones that have the name attached to it like you want to go to a duke because the history of duke you want to go to uh north carolina because the history of north carolina um so they say they want to get put on the map within sports as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term but yeah they kind of want to you know, there's so much money that comes in. And that's one thing. Like, I'm a real big proponent of mm-hmm. they got to start paying these athletes in college. It is they make so they make a ludicrous amount of money yeah. off of these players. And it's kind it's really gross because you can if I'm a student athlete, I can't even make money off of my likeness. I read a story that there was a a uh, student athlete. I don't know where it was, but he was doing a podcast and his podcast. uh Pretty much he was making, he's monetizing it. He was making money off of his quote unquote likeness. And that was against the rules. So they, he had to wow. stop doing the podcast or you, or lose Shit. his full I wonder what those contracts are like and, that they signed. Jesus Christ. I mean, they had to sign something, you know what I mean? Somewhere for them to enforce that. They probably, you know what I mean? It has to be written down somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's crazy though. Yeah, that's true though. Like all that money they're making off of them. Do they sell stuff though? Like Oh, it's merch. Yes, yes. They they sell jerseys. So they don't get any type they're of They're selling tickets. There's royalty from no, the sale of their jersey. Yet. So that's how I'm like wondering in the paperwork, where do they sign that away? That's madness. And it could be something so simple, because I know even like when I sign Shane up for camp and shit, it'll be like, you know, if we take pictures and we publish them, you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna get shit for it basically they put like it's like a quick mm-hmm. bold sentence <laughs> but as far as basketball is concerned they're looking or they already have they've changed the age and when you can commit to the league so now i believe back in the day you could go to mm-hmm. the league if you were 18 out of high school then they changed it right you had to at least have i don't know i think you had to be 19 or a year out of college so a lot of a lot of stars that were in high school opted to go overseas. Brandon Jennings opted to play one year overseas mm-hmm. and then declare for the NBA. I think they're changing it back to you can declare for the NBA mm. if you're a certain age in high school. So like like right when you graduate, if you're eighteen years old, you can go in. That's only gonna that's gonna hurt college mm-hmm. sports or at least college basketball. Cause now they also have what's called uh the G League. So if I'm a, a prospect, which I wish mm-hmm. I was, man, my hoop dreams is over. But if I'm a prospect and I go, I don't want to go to college because one of the big thing is, you know, a lot of these kids are coming from impoverished communities. They looking to provide for their families. They can't wait two years or or one and done. That's what they used to call one and done. You had to do one year of college. They can't wait. 
their family needs their support now. And then say you do that one and done, you blow your knee out, you never get paid. So, uh, I forgot where I was. was (laughs) You were talking. Okay. You got it. Oh no. Uh, I got it. So, um, so now the rules are changing Mm -hmm. where you can declare for the NBA right after Mm -hmm. high school, if you're 18 years old. And they have a G League. So say you're not ready to go to the NBA, but you're nice enough to play into the G League, mm-hmm. which is affiliated with the NBA. You can still oh, okay. make money in the G League. Mm-hmm. Not a crazy amount, but you can still make some money. So I don't see college sports lasting. I don't honestly. Let's let's, let's open this up a little bit. I don't know how college <laughs> is going to last forever. Yeah, because I just I, I don't know. I'm not telling nobody. Of course, the hard mm-hmm. sciences. Yeah, will, will right, stay. Right. We'll stay, but we went to the Art Institute yeah. of Philadelphia. Where that shit at now? That mm-hmm. shit closed. I'm paying mm-hmm. loans mm-hmm. on something that don't exist anymore. Y'all can't even keep the doors open. But yeah, I just, I don't know. There's so much information out. I don't yeah. even really well, think Well, back you need to though, but back to this like that. discussion they were having on Fox News. The part that got me was that yeah. the news anchor he was talking to, they were, it was, it was, who was the guy? Do you know? Anyway, uh, okay, so they talking. were discussing what Jamel Hill said on Fox News. It was this black guy, um, I don't know who it is, and the news anchor from Fox. Now, um, do you want me to wait until you, okay. So anyway, he was basically, his name is Benjamin Watson. He plays for the oh, New okay. England like Patriots. All right, end. so Benjamin Watson. All right, Benjamin yeah, Watson. Yeah, Benjamin Watson. He was saying basically he agreed with Jamel Hill and, you know, speaking about how when we integrated, you know, things, I don't want to say got worse, but what did he say exactly? Do you remember what he was saying in agreement with Jamel Hill? Oh, I don't. I don't. I'm going to like simplify what he said okay. and make it sound just but par- my paraphrase yeah, paraphrase. is going to make him sound like an extremist that's not how he said it at all anyway he's basically saying he agreed you know black players should go to these hbcus you know and to give them some love so anyway so then the lady the news anchor white woman she's like well i mean that wouldn't really be good for the other schools She's like, you know, I mean, like, what are they going to do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you can't make money off of them no more? Like, there's, yeah, like, what, unfair competition? Um, Like, how are you sitting there saying that that's a bad thing? Like, you're literally telling him to his face that that's not a good thing because then you guys will not have the advantage anymore. I was like, Jesus Christ. But they was on Fox News, so, I mean. Nah, it's amazing. I mean that that's case in point. Whenever whenever people start talking or we've seen it time and time again through history, whenever self sufficiency starts getting talked about oh, or, or investing back into your community. <laughs> oh no, 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 you don't want to do that in integration. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I obviously it comes with nuances and stuff like that. You don't you don't wanna go too far and be isolated, but it's okay to do for self and it's okay to have uh, uh your community or whatever you stand for whoever you align with yourself your their mm-hmm. their best interest in mind with your moves um it seems like we i don't even want to say we i think black culture is just super accommodating mm-hmm. at all times and sometimes you got to kind of 
look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody else does. Uh, I think that's it on that. What else we got? What else happened in the week? <laughs> Do we have to even talk about Takashi? Yeah. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for more information. I just want to hear what else he says. Like, this is the beginning. Shit, nigga. Um, this whole thing is, I don't know. I feel like this shit that we're witnessing right now is like a moment. It's like a really big moment mm-hmm. in like hip hop culture. And everybody's just talking about snitching and this, that, and the third. But I just think it's so much bigger than that. Because if you look at this from a different angle, if you look at it as, you know, he used gang culture. It was an even exchange. It was, I need this gang culture to give me uh, legitimacy. You know what I'm saying? Or I need their back and I need their protection. They used me because I'm the cash Mm -hmm. cow. I can bring money in. The gang created this persona for you and there's so much money behind this persona, but they never, it seemed like they never could just abandon that that gang mm-hmm. lifestyle. And it just amazes me that somebody just didn't have the wherewithal to go, all right, we don't have to move like this anymore. Like, we have a legitimate source of income coming in at this point. I know, he's and in that shit have to, you know, <laughs> He's in that <laughs> shit now. Can you just be rolling out? Little nigga. What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> Nah, nah, Uh-oh. nah, nah. I'm not talking about six nine. I'm just talking about like you had a legitimate business at this point, sure. as far as shows, as far as backing. But you're still moving. But idiot. you're still That's moving. What are we talking about? I'm not talking about him. <laughs> All right, so so <laughs> I'm talking about. All right, so this is how it's been displayed in the court. Takashi was never a blood. He mm-hmm. was never none of that. He was wasn't of that life. Mm-hmm. He was a talented artist, right? Um, he gets the the video that they shot. The first video that came, I think, it was Gunmo. Um, he met the people that he's on trial with, or he, mm-hmm. the people he's pointing at and he's snitching on right now. He met them the day of that suit of that shoot, and he said, and it was an agreement. It was like, all right, everybody got red flags. Everybody's blooded out in the back. We're gonna shoot this video mm-hmm. and see what it does video blows up say what you want about Takashi but his antics kept him in rotation kept him kept you glued to the tool like I was fascinated by the dude I ain't gonna hold mm-hmm. you I wasn't that crazy a fan of his music but he like every time this nigga was on the screen I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glued to it he's funny as shit right just nothing but trolling so the method was marketing wise it was troll I have this gang affiliation behind me. They make me look like I'm super gangster. My whole persona is built on that super gangster stuff. They offer me protection so I can talk reckless to everybody. You know, he was trolling for the longest, Mm -hmm. showing up in people's Mm -hmm. hoods, acting crazy. That only helped his persona grow more, right? In return, they were getting a cut from his shows. I heard something like if he got paid $250,000 for a show or something like that, uh, they would get 150000 you know? So this was a mm-hmm. business agreement, and everybody was kind of eating. But where it fucked up at was when you continue to keep doing the street shit, mm-hmm. and you're moving reckless. Like, they were shooting in broad daylight. They were They were robbing people. 
And I'm just thinking at some point, who's going to be the one to say, all right, we have mm-hmm. a legitimate source of income coming in. Like, why are we still moving mm-hmm. like this? We don't have to. All that street shit, we're, we're, we're solid. We're, mm-hmm. we're legitimized already. Like, we, we're elite. We don't have to keep continuing it. So, it's I don't know. It just blows my mind. And then to see all these people going out, it's, it's sad. You know, everybody's making light of it, but these people, mm-hmm. their lives have changed forever. You know? <sighs> decisions. <laughs> the decisions you make. I mean, feel bad, but at the same time, you know. Um... You think he was an informant, like from the jump? Oh, that's what that's what people knows, are saying man. right now. Because who knows? Like I don't know. Maybe shit. I don't know. The whole situation is so messy. Like anything is possible. Like why is so much information getting released? That's why it seems weird. Yeah, yo. And everything is clear. Like everything. Like the the video mm-hmm. is clear. Nothing is sketchy. You hear everybody talking. Like. Everybody, and then he starts name dropping. They brought Jim Jones into it. Um, I heard the Cardi B joint was a lie, though. I don't think he said anything about Cardi B like that. The only thing he brought up Cardi B was an affiliation. He was likening her rise to his because she was kind of associated mm-hmm. with gang culture. She was always mm-hmm. saying blood this, blood that, and um, it helped her career. So he said, I kind of followed that blueprint. In order Lord. to help my own career. Don't put your shit on me, nigga. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, so. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I bet you every podcast y'all listen to out there is covering Takashi 69 I ain't got much more to say about <laughs> that shit, man. Um, time will tell. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. He's going to be in WITSEC Basically. for the rest of his life. There's no way he's going to be able to walk these streets. People are saying he's still going to have a career after this. Uh-huh. I, I don't see how. Okay. <laughs> a little risky. Uh, moving on. Uh, shout out to Jarrell Jerome for winning lead mm-hmm. actor at the Emmys for uh, yeah. When They See Us. Um, yeah, that's no, still, but I, I saw know people you haven't arguing seen it yet, this right? morning because he's Dominican and people are like getting mad. <laughs> What is going on? I was like, okay, I don't know. For what? You're like he black. And I'm like, okay. But you know what? They'll yeah, say that he wasn't black, but that's his nationality. He repping DR. Like, damn, he can't rep all this. Can't rep all this DR. infighting now. <laughs> Needless to say, he did an amazing job, yo. The one they see is that document. It's it's heavy, yo. And I think when it came out, I'm never. Came, in I don't space. know if he was in the space to really digest that. <laughs> Nah. Never in a space for stuff like that. <laughs> nope. I could have swore you was watching it. No, with me, sir. Right? No, At I least didn't. you started it. I thought you started it. Uh, I think you should watch it. It's great. You heard Fantasia? Fantasia getting that oh, backlash yeah, for her comments about being submissive. <sighs> you sick of it? Um, For those who don't know, Fantasia was on, I believe, The Breakfast Club. This. <laughs> uh she was on mm-hmm. i believe it was the breakfast club and she was saying how um the reason why women can't find a man or can't keep a man is because they're not willing to submit but, yeah. oh god i'm all uh, y'all this shit my bad y'all damn that was rude <laughs> as fuck Ugh. 
Um, but she said towards the end of that, she said for the right man. She clarified in the beginning she didn't. Mm. Do you think women should submit like for the right man? Even I mean, if it's for both the people right have man, to what submit is that? to each other, like, so <laughs> I think so too. Look, we solved it. Head explodes. <laughs> um, I think Because she starts with the Bible verses and shit, you know, that's when people start ah! Cause it's like, yeah, like honestly, yeah, like right. you gotta put it in perspective. Like both people need to submit to each other. So, yeah, Cut it out. and I don't think mm-hmm. like submission. I feel like submission always gets grouped in with like weakness. That's and how it I don't sounds. Think, I, I don't know. Like now that like, yeah, it, that's what it sounds. But like me thinking more into it now, like for some reason, I'm starting to think like. It might be kind of strong to be able to submit. You know how much strength it takes to submit and to keep your mouth shut and to deal with things and to discern with what is a big deal and what is not, nigga. To humble things, yourself, child, my bit. life. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, I'm trying to do better. <laughs> but it's like both of us, so that's why I'm like it's not like I'm just trying. We both have to commit to being, you know, respectful. yeah i mean and then i saw like an extra video um that was sent to me and it was her Mm -hmm. with her actual husband and he was explaining and it made a lot more what is that yeah stop going off of these snippets um but he was just saying how like it's not it's like the idea of submission is not like pretty much saying it's not a weak thing did he say what he does pretty much what we just said um he was saying submit doesn't mean i have authority over her or anything like that submission is i i have presented myself in a way that she can trust me to make certain decisions and that doesn't mean that i make these decisions Mm -hmm. without her that just means i'm carrying myself in a way where she doesn't have to worry okay yeah that's that's fine well but there's also not to say that only men are like this but like i mean that really takes the right person Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of both people who don't know what the hell they're doing in life in general. So for me to fall back and trust you to make all the correct decisions, you need to have proven that you can do that. Ain't nobody got time to be trusting the shit. <laughs> My lights yeah, get cut that's off. That's pretty Listen much what he was saying. Um, I've proven, my, I, I've proven myself mm-hmm. to the point that she can trust mm-hmm. me with these decisions and that doesn't mean i ice her out and she can't do it she has no input um i think it speaks more to like how many people are with people that they shouldn't be with how many people are putting trust in the people that don't deserve it and i know i have i think everyone i know know there's people that put trust in me Mm -hmm. and i deserve it (laughs) so um yeah i think i don't know i think people need to learn how to communicate better yeah it's everything you think you've gotten better at communicating through the years? Five years ago, how bad were you at communicating? Um, in comparison to as now? far as what? It's different in every situation. It's different with every person. As far as like just relationship or just really recognizing certain things that you about yourself that you feel the need to communicate to your significant other and working it out. Nigga, I don't know. Shit. It's... <laughs> It's different. Like I said, every every person is different. Would you like what I would need to work on necessarily with how I would communicate with them? But sure, yeah, I'm not going to regress. Of course, mm. I'm getting better. 
<laughs> but I'm getting very literal right now. That question you're asking me. I can't make a general statement on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure. I mean, I say, I've always said what I got to say, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know from that perspective. Maybe how I say it? I don't know. It depends on the situation. Yeah, I, I've learned that how you say things is like mm-hmm. the most important thing. Um, You can say pretty much whatever you want to say, but how it comes off, like you can always manage how people react to certain things by the way you word it. Um, We briefly touched on last episode about a woman that was arrested for for uh, falsifying her kid's address to send him to school. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> was brought to my attention that that is not what she got sentenced that's to what they've jail been for five years that's that's like the that's past two our years. problem yo that's <laughs> a yeah that is our problem that is our problem um i'm guilty of it i see a meme i go injustice <laughs> injustice uh it turns out that she uh along it was a combination of things so it was falsifying uh uh her child's address in order to send them to a different school. But on top of that, it was narcotics, selling narcotics kind of twice. Narcotics? And I think it might have been like, <laughs> I don't know. Bags of weed. I don't know. Right, probably some butt. But um, regardless, everybody ran with it on social media. Mm-hmm. Us included. We brought it up mm-hmm. on our platform. Ill-informed. And I think it's a good idea to say when you were wrong. No, they wrong. <laughs> they need to give her no five years for that. Who wrong? For some, for some nicker bags. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what type of drugs it was. It wasn't no Walter White. Yeah, it wasn't Walter White. Walter White mixing that shit up. Yeah, did you hear about that Um, just, just today or last couple of days? There was uh, another person apprehended for threatening to shoot up a school. Oh, Lordy. A 28-year-old. Oh, wow. I saw a list of last month. Literally, there was a threat every single day. Mm. Mm-hmm. That somebody called in Correct. or something. Mm-hmm. Just like nationwide. I don't know what, what news site I was on, but it was like stuff like it was nothing that like got too serious but it'd be like maybe somebody showed someone a picture of a gun they bought at home and they made the threat or you know somebody overheard someone it was all like called in like way before but just for someone even like making a joke about it online like somebody might have commented in a comment section or something they ran down on their ass like every day like what the fuck is wrong with y'all somebody threatened because this woman was, this is the dumbest one. This woman had to send her kids to a different school. I don't know why. I don't know if she moved and she didn't want to, that she didn't like that school that was in her district or whatever. And she threatened to shoot up the school uh-huh. that her kids were going to be attending. What? She's like, I wouldn't actually do it, but I really don't like that school. That's not a joke to make. Yeah, this recent one, like the guy, the guy made the threats or whatever, and then got apprehended. And as they're putting him in the car, and they were saying like he was like, they were like, "What do you have to say?" And he was just like, "It's just a really bad joke." Right. This shit ain't funny, yo. Did you see like, the one where that kid got arrested real. and the mom was like, "He's just a boy." I was like, "Girl, shut the fuck up." Yeah, you can't play games no more. 
Um, you saw that that uh commercial. Man, showing all the kids excited about back to school and <laughs> coinciding with them being afraid and using stuff Think that they've learned in these drills. Yeah, it's terrifying. As a parent, yo, how do you feel? You can't really feel nothing. You just got to pray and hope for the best. What else can you do? Yeah. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen, unfortunately. But that's like everything in life, you know? Like you can walk across the street and get hit. So many different things. My roof can collapse. Like there's so many different things that can happen. You have to detach yourself a bit. You know what I mean? Or you're just always going to be paranoid and freaking out. You can't live life, so. How long is school in session? It's like from like September, where we're at like September to. Like nine months, roughly. Like nine months. That's like nine mm-hmm. months of being on edge. Kind of. I mean, yeah, but it's like at the same time, though, you, you go to Walmart, you go to the grocery store, you go to the movies, you go to festivals. It's like anywhere. So if you're always just thinking about it, I mean, especially people who have sort of had it like hit it more close to home, like it happened in their town, they may be a bit more traumatized, you know? Um, by it and thinking about it more so, but until it like really happens, you don't can't really think about it that much. Yeah, because it's like, what can you really do? I recently saw that um, the Department of Homeland Security officially added uh, white supremacy to the list of domestic terrorist threats. Oh, okay. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. I don't know what adding something to a list does. They do like a whole bunch of like stuff. They can start by getting rid of the freaking, you know, the weapons of war. Yeah. We do a whole bunch of stuff to stop. Talking? Yeah. (laughs) And somebody's clapping at that. Like somebody saw that and it's just like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a step towards progress. Like, no, it's not. Like, we're just Mm -hmm. not addressing any of the stuff. Right. Man, that shit's sad, man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's lighten up. Did you? Um, I'm pissed off at y'all because I thought I was going to see a whole bunch of Naruto motherfuckers running into uh, Area 51, and uh, ain't nobody show up. I saw some old people lady. People did show up. I, people show up, but ain't they nobody didn't storm run. it. Ain't nobody. You run. see them yelling at her too. They're like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna really do it." I'm like, "Well, what the fuck, y'all doing there?" Right. Shit. I wanted to see people get zapped with, like, the tasers and shit. I know. They ain't even finished the video of her old ass walking in there all slow and the cops, too, they watching. Yeah, they had, like, a whole festival there selling merch and shit. I was like, Lord. <laughs> they were like, people came out to the desert in fucking shorts and sandals. They was like, that nighttime, go get cold as shit and them scorpions skittering around. Yeah, I wanted to see people get zapped. I wanted to see, like... Yeah, I need more action than that. You said more action. They needed some more action I know, than that. right? I wanted to see, like, Mars Attacks or something. I wanted to see the shit hit the fans. <laughs> I wanted to see the alien. They let the actual alien out, and then, like, then they start, like, reaping chaos right. on the whole crowd. Wilding. He said reaping chaos. Yeah, man, I want to see some shit. Fuck that. Right. I want to see a whole bunch of people. I ain't trying to see a festival. I want to see a massacre. <laughs> Terrible. I want to see a massacre, bro. I want to see an incident. An incident. Right? Uh, what you think, man? You think that's it for this episode? I think so. Suppose so. I, I, I don't suppose so. Uh, you got anything going on this week? No. 
You just <laughs> you in the fetal position until Shay comes home. I'm just not thinking about it. Could try to continue on with my life, and then every now and then I'm like, ah. <laughs> and then I go back to trying to just be normal what and get through the days. <laughs> I need my butterball, my butterbean. And you want to know the fucked up thing is that nigga is mm-hmm. not thinking about anything me? right now. He's probably having a blast. I hope so. I hope he's not thinking about home. Nah. That means that means he's not having fun. So he better not be thinking about home. He think about <laughs> Fortnite. He... No, he ain't. He off that. Oh, is he off? How, Hallelujah. How did he get off of it? Because something happened with his damn account. He couldn't unlink it to link it to unlink it. Some shit. And he can't log back in. And for me to do it, I have to like restart the PS4 and get an external hard drive and uh, take off. I ain't nobody doing all that. So he was just like, basically like, fuck it. Like, he's like, whatever. I was like, oh, like, I'm kind of like, sucks that you put so much time and money into this game. But, but I'm happy. glad that you, you don't give a happy. shit anymore. Yeah. What's so. the next thing, though? There's always something with kids. They're going to find don't... something. I don't know. He's still gonna be a rapper. He just I'm wants Instagram. He he's been asking me to record. He said, "Mom, you got a mic, right?" <laughs> I like how you go. You won't even rap it in front of me. Talking about, do I got a mic? Come on, man! It's a closed studio session. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. All right. Um, yeah, I don't got much going on. Uh, everybody out there, enjoy the rest of y'all work week. I hope it flies by. I hope we get the Friday unscathed. I hope. <laughs> uh, and I think I I don't have a um a a soliloquy. Oh, you don't have a soliloquy. You got one. What you got? Um, hmm. Damn. What do I got? What do I got? Patience. <laughs> keep on, keep on going down that track. You on that staircase to heaven? No, that's not good. That's wet. Sounds like you gonna die. Sounds like you gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because I was just talking about earlier like how when you're an adult you gotta be so patient like god damn you know when you're a kid and you're just like waiting to be an adult all yeah, that time that, we you know, you're like yeah when wrong. I'm an adult yeah when I'm an adult yeah when you're an adult yeah. you're gonna be waiting some fucking more that's all you do is wait and then you get some shit then you wait for the next thing so just being an adult is a lot of waiting so I'm like damn I wish we would have known that I so been how, so... about, how about instead of waiting or patience how about appreciate it's still waiting. Damn, no, <laughs> you can't appreciate it. No, it's like it's like not even like if it's always bad. It's just you know what I mean. Like it's just like you're always going to be waiting for the next thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? As you like achieve things, it's just like all right, let's do this next thing. Gotta wait some more. I don't know. I just I think when I was a kid, I just figured like once you're an adult, like the waiting's done. Like everything you want to do is just like yes. it's there. No, no. Kid logic. Kid logic. <laughs> We're gonna do an episode <laughs> on Kid Logic. Oh god! I'm gonna go more into my my scarred eye. <laughs> oh god, Kid Logic on sex though—that's the worst. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right, y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, enjoy the rest of y'all week. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, Beasy Podcast, and we are gone. Yow.